All righty. We are live. What's up, guys? Sean Bowen, Full Circle Investment Group. Let's pause that for a second. (laughs) 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 Got the dog going crazy. Hey, welcome to COVID and working at home. All right. So, guys, today we are going to get in here and talk about um, dealing with sellers. And what does it look like to talk with a seller and actually get information as you're trying to build rapport, as you're trying to really get the barrier down of, you know, you're the bad investor versus, um, you know, somebody that's actually helping the client, helping the seller to get to their end goal of getting this problematic problem off of their plate. Okay. So we're going to go over the five items that we always talk about that you're trying to gather, which is why are you trying to sell? What's the condition of the home? Um, a certain and specific way to ask about the maybe the price of the property they want. And then, of course, getting into, you know, do they owe something on it? And a certain way to ask it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, guys, as you're coming on, um, please let us know where you're coming in from. Um, if you'll leave a message here with us and let us know where you're seeing this live at. I think we stream this to YouTube, our private group, um, Virginia Wholesale Real Estate. And then we have our <clears throat> wholesaling out of the box page that we stream this live to. So whether you're on the replay or whether you're live, uh, let us know where you're coming in from and uh, leave us a comment and notes over there and tell us, you know, if this is helpful um, or ask some questions. We'll come back and you know comment later to you and see if we can help you. Um, but again, today we're focused on what is it like to talk to a seller? And the questions that you need to ask in order to build the rapport with the seller of how to get to the why, right? So one of the things that we focus on a lot on is why is the seller selling in general? The agenda that most people I feel like are trying to deal with sellers is they're always trying to talk about their agenda, right? They care about how many bed, bath, square footage. Um, This stuff is good, but it's not nearly as important because you can look all that stuff up later. You just need an address, right? So if you care about the bed, bath, and square footage, you can see that as you're going later down the road, okay? But initially you wanna get into the, why are they selling? Get into their reasons of why, right? Do Is it a specific reason based off, you should know from your campaign and marketing what the lead source came from. Um, for example, for some of us would be tax code, probate, um, divorce, you know, these are the kind of things that come in. So we kind of know there's a motivation already. Um, But if you're just hitting a list and an absentee owner list with maybe equity position, there's not really a set motivation, except for they don't live in the home. So now you got to dig into the why. Why do they want to sell the home today? Is there something specifically that you can help them with, right? Why is it their... um, the selling that again, this is the selling point, but listening to their motivation is more important. Digging into the questions of, you know, hey, why are you selling just out of curiosity? Why are you selling this property today? Or why would you be interested in selling this property? Um, what does that sound like? And most of the time you're going to hear people say like, well, I got your text or I got your voicemail or I got your mail piece. And said you're interested in buying. So I just figured I'd call and see what the number was. Well, then getting into what that sounds like is, how do you talk to the seller of asking the questions? 
Mr. Seller, did I catch you at a good time? I appreciate you calling me. Um, take them down the road of what you're about to do. So it's like they're looking down the tunnel of where you're going. So what I'd like to do is ask you a few questions about the home, right? And probably going to run through like an exterior and interior setup. So what does that look like um, for, let's say, hey, we want to see this home, but like if you were virtually walking through it as you were physically. So, okay, what's the roof look like? You work your way down, windows, siding, um, the foundation, and you're going to work your way on the inside, right? And then you're asking about big ticket items on the inside. You're talking about the kitchens, the baths, the electrical, the plumbing, the floors. Uh, obviously, it's going to get painted. And then any, you know, electrical packages and stuff like that. So what you're doing is you're walking the seller through a quick questionnaire to get a visual of what it might cost for the home to be repaired, right? To ultimately back into a number, um, big ticket items, guys, like this is something that we do locally here um, where we do these property walkthroughs once a month and we take you through this. And we show you what things look like and where things are in the home so that when you get to these properties or when you're over the phone doing a virtual walkthrough, you can do the same concept and get the same result without having to physically go to the property. Ultimately, you have to go to these properties. You can't just sight unseen, right? But most of the time, if sellers aren't giving you everything, at the end of this, you can go back and, okay, well, we missed a few things. So there's a little bit more repairs. So the idea here is, is, talking to them about why they're selling, asking things about the property. What we'll never do is talk negative to the seller. We're always asking the seller for permission, right? I'm always interested in saying, do you have time to talk? Is this a good time, right? Give them the opportunity to say no so that they can walk away from the conversation, right? Two things will happen there. It's going to help you and save time. Right. Maybe you miss them at the wrong moment. And if you're just trying to shove your agenda down and like we need to talk, we need to talk, we need to talk. They are not going to engage you. They're not going to talk with you. It's not a comfortable conversation. Right. So you need to ask the seller. Doesn't matter if it's inbound, outbound. Oh, well, I catch you at a good time because I like to ask a few questions and just kind of get an idea of the property and kind of what its condition. And then yes or no. Right. No is OK. No means no, I'm not interested today. That's fine. But maybe coming back in a few hours, maybe call them back another day. That's another follow up touch. You're probably going to do one step, if not two steps more than the next person that says, yeah, I'll follow up. And they never do. OK, so talking to the seller, being very defined in your questions. Right. But letting them talk to, you know, what's going on with the home so that you can get a really good visual of the property to maybe if you're fortunate enough to be sitting in front of a computer and then be able to say what is going on. Well, I can look up some costs, right? I can see some homes selling in this area. Mr. Seller, did you see what things were selling for around you? Um, the home sound, and we'll go the positive way, right? The home sounds like it's in really good condition, but it sounds like it's more of a retail condition. So my question is, is have you talked to a realtor? Have you thought about listing it? Um, or maybe why not listen to that answer, see what they're going to tell you. The, the rebuttal from that is either going to be really good or really bad. And usually the really good part is, is listening to what they say, right? Maybe they've dealt with the realtor. They had it listed. They couldn't get their number. They had a bunch of people walk through the property. Um, but they're just, they couldn't get the number they wanted. 
right? Or did they have a really bad experience where the realtor were told them to put money into it and they didn't sell the property. So now they're out the money. They've got a very negative taste for dealing with the realtor or the retail side of things. Um, so that could be another discussion, right? But again, you're digging for the information on why the seller has to sell and not wants to sell, right? We're looking for motivation. And what you're looking for is the keys here that say, I can sell today because of this reason in order for you to help me solve it, right? And that's what you as the wholesaler are doing. You're helping them solve a problem. You're helping them fix an issue that otherwise can't be fixed in the, in the traditional sense of retail, right? It doesn't qualify for a loan. It doesn't qualify to be listed with an agent because the numbers don't make sense. Um, so how do you get them to trust, like, and believe with you in order to work with you at the correct number. That is a big part of this. So taking a break for a second, um, just anybody that's here currently, uh, again, if you guys are watching, please come back to the replay here. Give us some notes. Um, let us know where you're coming in from, where you see the information at, uh, if this is helpful, um, if this is stuff that you try to use in your day-to-day -day operations where you're talking to sellers and trying these tactics, right? Um, actually leave the link for you guys. You can join it. It's in the description. Um, just says to jump in here that way. Facebook recognize you. We can see who you are and hopefully engage with you. So again, guys, back to this, you know, dealing with sellers and dealing to their why is very, very important. Um, you uh, actually wrote in the notes, um, building rapport, uh, without losing the deal because you were too abrupt. Another one, another one of these that I like to talk about is, is how can you ask the seller if they owe a mortgage on the home without asking it in that direct form? What do you owe on your home? Right. Um, how much do you owe on your home? Those are very abrupt and they're very abrasive. Right. But as you're talking to sellers and maybe you're just asking different questions, you can throw in the, well, you own this free and clear, right? And usually it's just a yes or no statement or without even thinking, they'll be like, well, no, I owe $125,000 or I owe $90,000, whatever the number is. So there's a way and that way to ask that, again, is not being abrupt and it helps you understand, can you even help them? Because now what's the next step? Does it match up with your Mayo formula? Is it not going to even be close because you've gone into the cash number? It's too low, right? Or can you get creative with it? Can you come up with an owner finance situation or maybe a subject to situation, just depending on their answer? Um, a good example of that would be you own it free and clear. Yeah, we don't owe anything against it. Great. So you want $150,000. Would you be willing to allow us to pay you a monthly payment until we pay that off? I don't know. What does that look like? You know, they've never heard it. They've never understood it. They've never seen it. So does it allow you to come up with creative financing ways to have an exit strategy on the deal three times instead of one? Um, again, being abrupt and everybody just wants to have a real conversation, just talking with the seller on a real talk. Right. Um, I mean, we talk about this as a joke, but like for some reason, people get into real estate and they start getting into this. I thou the scenario where professional is one thing, but just outright unrealistic with words and vocabulary just doesn't work. I don't understand it. Um, 
just have a real conversation with your seller. Take the time to listen to what they're saying, engage what they're saying, and write down notes. This is going to be a massive help when it comes time to following back up with that seller. A really good example would be, um, what if you had a seller say, I don't know, like, I'm not interested in selling today. Um, and I've got really short time. You know, I've got to get my mom to a doctor's appointment. That one little note could be when you follow up next time. Um, hey, Shirley, this is Sean. I was just following up with you. I know last time you said your mom had a doctor appointment. So hopefully I caught you at a good time today. Two things have happened there. One, you're bringing up an old conversation that should recognize you and that piece. Number two, you're engaging the seller that you actually were paying attention and had notes on it, right? Like they recognize you, they remember you, something stood out about the conversation. Because if not, then you're just sounding like any other seller, I mean buyer. If you're going, what happens most of the time is these scripts, people sound very scripted. They sound very um, robotic. Well, you're putting the seller to sleep. You're not engaging them, right? They have no interest in you. All they want to do is get the number out of you. Right. And that's the other part of this. I will leave a conversation and not even give a number. Like I'll get a number if I can, but I'll leave on the table. Like, sorry, I can't give you a number right now. Um, but let me do some research and then follow up with you. Guys, once you give the number, that's it. It's over. There is nothing else. Right. Unless their motivation changes because everybody's out here shopping the number. So you have to qualify them as a seller just as well as we are as the buyer. Qualifying that seller means that you've had a real conversation with them, with them. They trust, believe, and like you, and they're willing to do paperwork so that they can move forward on the deal. We've got contracts before because we had that same talk, right? We weren't the highest offer, but they knew that we were real. They knew that they were going to close the deal, right? This is way more important than anything else. This goes back to doing what you say you're going to do, right? If you have your numbers done correctly, then you should be able to have that formula done and either you are effectively closing on the deal or you're going to be able to wholesale it because you're in the range of the massive buyer's pool, okay? This is this is really important stuff, guys. This is the stuff that I see different people talking about. I'm just going to contract up and then I'm going to go back and I'm going to reduce it because I couldn't sell it. What a waste of time. Not good business, right? So know your numbers. Take the time to ask these questions of these sellers to really build out a rapport with the seller and engage them with things they talk about. Um, we had I had a comment with a guy the other day that was not even on the selling side, but somebody that had brought us a deal and said that they were talking to a, a seller that said he couldn't get him to stay on the phone because he was going fishing. So let the guy go fishing, right? Like if you're trying to push them, they're not going to want to talk to you anyway. But what if you call that guy back in a few hours? Hey, Chris, maybe I'll call you back in like two, three, four hours. Maybe after you're done fishing. Does that sound good? Yeah, sounds good, man. I'm just trying to get out of the door. All right, cool. So then when you follow up with a guy, hey, Chris, what's up? You catch anything? You know, like these are conversations that matter. This is the rapport building that matters. And these are the types of things that make you different as a wholesaler to be a successful one versus just sounding like somebody else on the phone that these scripts and robotic feels, right? So building rapport with your seller is very important. 
And taking the time to ask the question of why they're selling is very important. Um, getting to the asking price, you can get there a few different ways by reverse engineering it, right? Like, Mr. Seller, you know, how notice that you said you're interested in selling this property um, after you've gone through all this stuff and all these questions, you come back to the one question um, and now they've answered it. Okay, Mr. Seller, if I could pay you all cash, close in 14 days, um, pay all your closing costs, what's the least you would accept? Right, and that one question goes back and forth every time. I just shut up, I don't say anything else and I let them talk. Because what's gonna happen is, is they're gonna come back and tell you, what's up? They're gonna tell you why their number makes sense. They're gonna tell you why this number is justifiable. Well then, all the notes you took about the reasons of why they're selling this home are now pain points to go back and talk to. Right, you're helping them realize why you're working with them or why they want to work with you. You're helping them solve a problem. If you're not solving anything, doesn't matter any of these talks at all. You have to be helping solve a problem. So taking down the layers, taking down the wall in order to get to their why they want to work with you in order to solve their problem. That's what this is all about. So guys, hopefully this was helpful. Um, try to keep these things in a condensed version. Um, lunchtime lives, most people are at lunch, take a little break, come through, watch these and uh, use some of these tactics. Um, appreciate you guys being here. Thank you so much for you know, watching the replay or going in live and listening to us. Um, always here to help for you. If there's anything, anything you need from us, reach out to us on the Facebook page. Um, always check us out at wholesalingoutofthebox.com. There's tons of resources over there for you guys. Um, if you ever need us or me individually, you can reach out to me on Facebook um, or Virginia Wholesale Real Estate. Um, that's one of our open Facebook groups that we do a lot of business there and all the state of Virginia guys come in there and they're trying to do deals um, and then share information like this. So again, thank you so much for taking the time to watch this and uh, be here with us today. I appreciate it. If anything you need, feel free to reach out anytime. Talk to you soon. Later. Hey everyone. It's Ashley with wholesaling out of the box. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We've got a lot more content coming for you on your podcatcher of choice, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all of the above. So we'd really, really appreciate it if you would be willing to write a review if you have the time today for us down on whatever, wherever you're listening to this, because reviews help us so much to get in front of more people. And it lets us see what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, what you're interested in, things like that. So give us any kind of feedback. Sean and I are always saying we like all feedback, all uh, constructive criticisms so that we can get better, so that we can give you the content that you're looking for. So if you could leave us a review, that would be magical. And that's, that's it. Thanks for listening.